A man feels he's being power harassed at work. I mean, have we not all felt that way? Indignant uh, at being essentially slave, wage slaves. Uh, felt like the world treats you unfairly. Well, I mean, it's pretty common. I think that's pretty fair. So he's like, I'm going to get revenge on my power harassing boss and company. They haven't taken care of me. I'm going to do the most sensible thing I can do. I'm not going to go make a complaint. I'm not going to go to HR. I'm not going to try to deal with this. I'm going to set some cardboard stands on fire at a company warehouse. He managed the fire. The fire manages to burn 30,000 of 53,000 square meters. In total, there were 109 employees inside the warehouse, but there were no casualties. That's why this move, this this story can get on Ninja News Japan because the destruction of property is funny. The destruction of human life, not so much. Um, that wasn't enough for him. He tried it again at a different warehouse. So he wasn't going for the thirty thousand. He was going for the full sixty thousand square meter point, whatever points that gets you. The total damage was twenty billion yen. So he's been arrested. He's admitted to the charges. I get the odd feeling this might not go his way. 20 billion yen. Like you can convert that into dollars. It's still like $200 million. This was a warehouse for Hitachi, which makes a lot of electronics. So I'm assuming a ton of electronics in there. That's how it got so, the price got so high so fast. I, I don't know what to say. Uh, not the best resolution to the issue at hand. I think that's a... Very standard Ninja News Japan resolution to a problem. You've, you've gone the wrong direction in dealing with your problems. Uh, more so, if you're angry about power harassment at work, do you think prison's going to be better? That might be the message I have to these guys who are like going off the rails. Uh, before you decide to set fire to something that's going to burn down a warehouse full of billions of yen worth of materials do you think prison is going to be better because you're probably thinking oh, i'm not going to get caught or something like that well you are because like me you're not a professional criminal i, I gotta i'm trying so hard not to get into the criminal mindset give advice to the criminals and whatnot it's just it's where my brain goes first it's like how do you get away with this whatever we're not doing it I'm trying to at least cut down. I'll do it maybe on the more interesting crimes, the more unique and unusual crimes. We'll try. That's my promise to you for maybe for this new year, 2024 going forward. I will only give advice to unique and interesting crimes. Criminals. Crimes? Criminals. Both. Japan, once again, got the fossil award for its reliance on coal plants. So you might think Japan, technologically advanced country, doing a lot for green energy. Uh, interestingly, Toyota has 20% of its European car sales are going to be emissionless by 2026. Electric, it's a combination of electric and fuel cell cars. The European ban, this is because the European ban is going into effect by 2035. So every car in Europe has to have no emissions by 2035. All Lexuses, Lexi, are going to be emissionless by 2035. 2030 in Europe. So they want to make sure the Lexus can be sold in Europe, you know, uninterrupted. They're clearly putting a lot of effort into these technologies. Toyota's a big company. It's essentially a national company at this point in Japan. The issue, there's two aspects to this. 
Uh, Japan has won the Fossil Award in 2019, 2021, 2022, and 2023. It seems a bit much to me because the Fossil Award is not really an award. It's, It's like an insult. Your country is too reliant on non-green energies. Uh, We're going to try to embarrass you into doing better. Japan, certainly deserving of some criticism. Japan has, because it's not a particularly resource-rich country, it's an island, they have to import a lot. They import from other countries. Other countries, you buy your, you know, stuff, you're going to buy from... The cheapest place. And the cheapest places are going to use coal refineries and whatnot. This is it. There's still a lot of coal refineries in Japan uh, to make up for the significant loss of nuclear energy. The Fukushima thing uh, really put a damper on nuclear power. Three Mile Island. Okay. Something I learned about, which was a bit shocking to me. Three Mile Island happened a long time ago. And it really put a damper on nuclear power being adopted worldwide. Apparently, if we had adopted nuclear power at the same rate, so let's say Three Mile Island had not happened and the progress of nuclear energy had had continued, we would not be having a climate crisis right now. So if we were using nuclear power consistently, improving it, upgrading it, that kind of stuff, at this point in our lives, we would not have to worry about climate change. But because Three Mile Island happened and people got very skittish about nuclear energy, We now have a separate crisis we have to deal with. I just found that it's the unintended consequences of a lack of progress in one place. I have Fukushima. Uh, Yes, it was smashed. Yes, it doesn't work now. Uh, You are talking about an incredibly old nuclear power plant that was hit by an earthquake and a tsunami and did not explode. So great, it's not perfect, but this incredibly old thing, because it was built ages and ages ago, didn't blow up. And so I put a lot of faith in the engineers who created these things. I think if you did nuclear power with modern engineering practices and safety standards, nuclear power would be easily the safest thing we got going. But who listens to me? Anyways, Japan gets the fossil war. That's one thing, the nuclear energy part. The other thing is Japan's now gotten it four years in a row, and I feel like the group is picking on a very safe target because... They could give it to China. China uses a lot of coal power, a lot more than Japan. India, India uses a lot more than, I mean, it's it's a lot more dirty energy than Japan. Why is Japan getting it over and over again? So there's there's a a thought process there like, hey, we can pick on countries that'll, you know, react negatively and maybe actually try to do something. I don't know. I don't think China or India would actually do anything. They'd probably just ignore it. Like, if you gave the fossil award to China, they'd be like, thanks, an award. You give it to Japan, they have to pretend to be ashamed, like, oh, no, we have to take this seriously. Actually, again, Japan really, realistically, is just ignoring it as well. This is not, like, a real thing. It was just interesting to me. It's like this group is like, we, we want to give out this award to embarrass a country. Let's not give it to the ones that are, you know, scary. Let's give it to the safest one we can give it to. It's just, it's dumb. It's dumb. This is like the streamers who go around causing trouble because we had the Johnny Somali, we had the, that European dude who did the trains for free and stuff. Why did they do it in Japan? Because in their view, Japan was the place where they're going to get the least amount of trouble. They're going to Johnny Somali. I don't actually know what's happened to him. I tried to find out. I think he's in jail. He certainly was uh, going through the whole process. I was getting clips on the internet. It seemed like he was out, 
but then it also seemed like he was gone. Uh, a bunch of them went to Thailand. Thailand is not going to put up with your shit as much as Japan is. Japan takes the time and builds a case, but actually gives you enough time to get away. So the guy from Europe who was getting on the trains for free, he left uh, before they actually arrested him. But why do they choose Japan? Because Japan, even if I get in trouble, that's a safe, nice country, and I'm not going to... But you do. Uh, no country's going to put up with your shit that much. It's just got this, it's got this image of the place where you could basically fuck around and not find out. And it is interesting now that people are sort of finding out. Has nothing to do with the actual story I was doing. Tangents Ahoy. Tokyo, the city, has decided to make high school free, uh, including lunches from 2024. This is great. I think free education is very important. I think it's great. Um, the interesting thing is that this sounds like a great policy until you realize tuition in Tokyo was basically already free for any home making less than 9.1 million yen. So the only beneficiaries of this new policy that sounds very generous is actually rich people. So you had, again, the average salary for Japan, 4 to 5 million yen. So we're just going to say 4.5 million yen. So 9 million yen is probably a dual income. It's, it's two people working full time. So essentially, if you didn't have a dual income family, high school was already free. Maybe you had to pay for lunches. So the lunch is free. That is nice. So the real only beneficiary of this new Tokyo free high school, including lunches policy, is rich people. So it's not really as good. It is still good. I don't want to like crap on it. I think education be as free as much as possible. Educating people is always a good thing. I did run into this question. So we talked about free education in one of my classes, and I was talking to one of my students, and my, a lot of my students are older. And I said, well, do you agree with this as a policy? Do you think, you know, going forward, people shouldn't have to pay for school, people shouldn't have to pay for this stuff? And a lot of my students would immediately go, no, I had to pay for it, therefore they have to pay for it. I had to pay for it, therefore they should have to pay for it. And said, I kind of trumped them. I said, so you don't believe that things should improve for future generations? And they were like, what? No, of course I believe that. I'm like, but you just said, because you had to pay, you had to suffer, you had to do this. Therefore, the following generation should also have to do that. So anything I've had to pay for, any suffering I've had in my life, I actually don't want my kids to go through. So if I had to pay for school, I would be super happy if my kids didn't have to pay for school. I would be super happy if their kids didn't have to pay for school. Uh, that is the evolution of society. So anyone who's holding on to these arguments like I had to do it, therefore following generations should have to do it. You can always hold that in the back of your head as a counter argument. So you don't believe in progress. You don't believe in change. And everyone goes, oh, no, no, no. I believe in making the world a better place. Everyone wants to make that statement. But if you believe in that for real, then you should hope, believe, and push for the lives of everyone who comes after you to be better than your life. And a lot of people can't accept that. It's an interesting dichotomy in the dichotomy in the human mind. It goes along with uh, prisons. Are prisons designed to rehabilitate or punish? Because those two things cannot go together. If prison is to punish someone, you are not going to make them a better person. If prison is going to rehabilitate them, it cannot be a terrible experience. So you putting those things together, like the, the ideas, the concepts, because everyone who wants to put people into prison will say, this is to rehabilitate them. But then you say, well, prison is an awful place that makes people unhappy. It causes depression. It does a whole bunch of horrible things. It gives you PTSD. You probably get attacked. You'll have to probably have to fight for your life at some point. I am thinking, of course, about the worst cases of prisons. 
that does not re- rehabilitate people. That makes better criminals. That makes tougher, meaner people who come out of prison and are more likely to reoffend. If you want to rehabilitate people, you have to put them into prison. Prison has to be relatively comfortable. It has to have counseling. It has to have a lot of benefits to make them better people and realize how they could improve their lives and make the world a better place. The dichotomy of these two concepts never work out when you actually try to have a real conversation. So you have to ask people what they believe and then call them out on it. So do you believe in prison? Do you believe it should be to rehabilitate or punish? And then when they say one, you have to like hold them to it and talk about the results. If you believe the world should improve, then the idea that you had to do something, therefore further generations should have to do it, should not stand. I clicked the button too soon. Uh, because Japan universities are going to be free if you have three or more kids from 2025 with no income restrictions. Also, it just means it's benefiting rich people. So I have two kids. Right now, literally, if I had another baby, I wouldn't have to pay university for my two kids. Would the having the third child offset the cost enough for it to be worthwhile? Not for me at this stage of my life because I'm plus 50. <laughs> having a baby now means when my baby is 20, I'm going to be in my 70s. So that's... uh. It's a bit much for me to start another baby's life. But conceptually, again, for the people who come after me, this is a really good thing. So Japan wants to, they're having trouble with the birth rate. They are struggling with a concept of what the problem is with people having babies. University fees are not the problem. People are not saying, I don't want to have children because of university costs. It is nice. It's a benefit, and I don't think we should get rid of it. But it's not dealing with the core issue of people, you know, getting down and dirty, dropping the bottom out of it, laying pipe, whatever, you know, romantic phrase you want to use for sexual intercourse. I have my personal beliefs. My personal belief is the problem with the declining birth rate in Japan is the work-life balance culture. People work too much. They have no social time. They have no free time. They don't meet people outside of work. Uh, That means if you don't fall in love with someone at work, you're not falling in love. You're alone. You get used to being alone, and then it becomes too much trouble when you get older. And that's it. Like, you're just done. Uh, They need to get people to stop working at a reasonable time and go out and do stuff and have enough money to go out and do the stuff. That's the secondary part. If people are poor, they're not going to have babies. Because they're spending all their time working. If you spend all your time working, you're not going to go out and have babies because you have no time. So you need time and money to meet people, have relationships, and make babies. A student had to write a diary. This is a pretty normal school activity. You write a diary and you hand it into your teacher and your teacher marks it. You know, just wants to make sure that you're capable of writing sentences and having thoughts and ideas. This student was being bullied at school and wrote in their diary it'd be better if I died and I wish I had never existed. The teacher put what's called a hanamaru on the sheet and then commented, you can do it. So hanamaru, let me explain what that is. In Japan, when you do your work, what the teacher does is they make a circle. That's the maru is circle. And then hana is flower. So they make a circle. They'll probably do like a swirl and then they do like blossoms around the outside. And it's done on sheets. It's basically, it's, it means it's finished. You did a good job, that kind of stuff. So hanamaru is a pretty common thing. Elementary school, they just kind of do it all over the sheet. And it makes kids happy because they get this big colorful swirl that means you worked hard. 
And then the comment, you can do it. You can do it is an interesting comment. I think what was actually happening, there's no confirmation. This is uh, my extrapolation from the concept of A, being a teacher, and B, knowing how much attention people put into some of the work they do sometimes. I think the teacher wasn't actually reading the diary entries. And if the student was doing it and the writing looked pretty clean and neat, they were doing Hanamaru, doing the, the, the thing, and then just writing a comment, pretty standard comments. Uh, because it wrote, you can do it and fight in Japanese. Fight, fight just means, you know, don't give up, try your best, uh, that kind of thing. So what ended up happening, again, I think this is just ignorance or a bit of laziness on the teacher's part. But this shows the importance of if you assign something to a student and they actually, this is a way the student was reaching out to the teacher, you got to take that seriously. Uh, I know it sucks. I know reading kids' essays and stuff sucks. I've read essays. I've written essays. They all suck. But the reality is every now and then something like this that's important happens. So she gets in trouble. She claims she did this to encourage the student. You can do it is an encouragement. The problem is you can do it after the statement, it would be better if I never existed and I should die, is not the kind of thing you want to encourage. So she was encouraging the student, just not the way she probably thought she was. She apologized. She got in trouble. It's all, this kid just stopped coming to school. Uh, I hope the child is okay and goes to a different school don't get into teaching if you're not willing to sit down and read two hours of shit because that is a big part of your life, but it shows that this it is important because in that shit might actually be a call for help. I'm just thinking about the essays I wrote in university. God damn, were they stupid. And I was just every now and then filling space. I would not want to be my own teacher. So you're angry at the government. We had that guy at the beginning. He was angry at his company, so he decided to set a warehouse on fire. He had no concern for the 100 people in the warehouse. That's actually, to me, the scariest part. He's just like, I'm so angry, I'm going to burn things. I'm wondering if he thought the, the warehouse would go up or if he thought he was just going to burn this like cardboard thing he set on fire. But then once it started, he must know the result, and he went off to do it again. So that makes it like uh, egregious for sure. He can't claim ignorance at that point. So anyways, let's say you're a person. You're over 50 years old. The, the consistency of the plus 50-year-olds just losing their shit and doing whatever they want is amazing. Uh, it seems like there's a f- switch in your head. And when you get to a certain age past 50, it either flips or it doesn't. So if it doesn't, you stay like a regular normal citizen. But if it flips, you don't fucking care anymore. You just do whatever you want, whenever you want, because what the hell, I'm 50. The thing is, the, the thing I was thinking mostly is at 50, you're not retired yet. Or at least most people aren't. I'm certainly not going to be retired early. So you're 50 years old. You're like me. And like, I was like, I still got like 10, 15, 20 years of work left. If I got that much time, I can't just go doing random dumb shit and fucking up my life because I still have to live a certain amount of life. Maybe if I win the lottery, that switch flips. And I'm just going to do whatever I want. Anyway, so this guy's angry at the government. And you know, 50 years old, angry at the government, it's time to get crazy. A black car smashes into the Hitachi City Hall and three people are injured. 30 minutes later, 15 kilometers away, a white car crashes into the Tokai Village office. So this guy drives his car into a government building, gets out and says, you know what? That's not enough. I'm going to get in a different car. I'm going to drive 30 kilometers, uh, 
15 kilometers away, 30 kilometers an hour. I actually was sitting there doing the math. This is so dumb. Because of a high school where they go like one train is traveling at 60 miles an hour. I started working out how fast he was driving to the second location. But of course, traffic and stuff. It's probably stop and go traffic because it is still in a small city. 30 minutes later, a white car crashes into the Tokai village office. It's the same guy he admitted to both. I was so angry. I took two cars and smashed them into two buildings. First of all, he has too many cars. I bet it's actually his car and his mom's car or something like that. But he has too many access to too many cars is clearly a problem if someone is 50 years old and angry. When he was arrested, he said, I have a grudge against the village. I mean, sure. I, you know what? I bet if I go through my life, I have tons of grudges. Uh, I have a car. I can't run it into building. This is one of the benefits of not being well off. Uh, I'm not poor by any means, but I'm not rich. I could not reasonably smash my car into something because I was angry. This story hit my newsfeed. So I follow like multiple news feeds. This hit my news, my, my news feed like eight times. It was a huge story across the news. And I can't like, it's, it's unique for sure. Uh, maybe it's cause the guy was arrested for this, but okay. Anyways, taxi drivers at a red light and there's a flock of pigeons sort of in the road. The light turns green. Dude floors it as fat, as hard as he can and hits one of the pigeons. He kills one of the pigeons. He probably maybe hit multiple, but he hits one of the pigeons and he kills it. A woman shouts out at him like, dude, you psycho. And he shouts out the window, roads are for people. It's up to the pigeons to avoid cars. So his justification is, you know, I guess the interesting part is he seems to think that conceptually pigeons would understand what a road is and that it's for people. So he clearly hit these pigeons on purpose. I think the woman, it's not really clear. It seems like the woman then called the police. This is verified by video footage. This dude purposely hitting a flock of pigeons. He is then arrested for killing a single pigeon. Now I'm not anti-animal. I love animals. I got Dave in the background. I, I, I don't want, think you should hurt animals. Uh, Getting arrested for killing a pigeon seems like a lot to me. But in Japan, there's the violation of wildlife protection laws. So he was arrested. Imagine, he's not going to jail, but imagine paying a fine for killing a pigeon. And imagine hating pigeons so much, you're like, I'm going to mess up my car. I actually wouldn't hit a pigeon because I don't want to clean it off my car. It's a very self-interested reason to preserve wildlife. But I've actually found a lot of my more noble traits are actually self-interest. Like I recycle a lot because I don't like waste. It has nothing to do with saving the environment. I just like, it's just wasteful. So I should recycle because recycling is good. It's, it's not waste. But that's a personal attitude, not necessarily like a generous attitude towards the world. This came up more and more. And I think this, a media bias note I found very interesting. The first story was Taxi driver hits pigeon. Second story is taxi driver hits pigeon. About a day later, it's taxi driver hits dove, which I found a very interesting shift because the tone changes. Pigeons, a lot of people don't like pigeons. They're street rats. They're they're rats with wings, that kind of stuff. You've heard all those statements before. Dove, on the other hand, conjures a very different image. Um, But I don't believe I've ever seen a dove, A, in the wild or in Japan, the time I've been in Japan. So I forget what they called it. It was like a rock dove or something. 
they were just trying their hardest to find a word other than pigeon to create more sympathy. That was the author of that final article trying to change the context in the narrative so that people would get more outrage. So that's something you have to be careful. Media bias, it's really good to go read multiple sources when you read the news because you will see stuff like that happen. And it's very interesting when you become aware of it so you become more aware of everything you read and the biases that are inherent therein. Okay, this is national news. This, this to me illustrates what a peaceful country Japan actually is. Okay, because this would never get news time I think anywhere else. I've never, I haven't read the news from every single country in the world. I would love to do, this would maybe be like, again, if I'm rich and I had free time, I would love to do not just Ninja News Japan. I'd like to do, you know, News Korea, News Cambodia, News India, News Mongolia. I would love to do a different country, like essentially every day, like every week do a different country's weird news would be super fun. But I don't have time. I live in Japan. I read Japanese news anyways. So it made sense to just stick to one topic. But weird international news on a regular basis would be awesome. If you find some weird international news from another country, it doesn't have to be Japan, send it to chunkmcbeefchest at gmail.com or you can send a message to speakpipe.com slash chunkmcbeefchest and I will do a special episode or I might do a C McBee or something. I would love to do news stories in the same way from other countries just because, you know, expand what I do, expand my mind, expand your mind. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how peaceful Japan is because this was national news multiple times. Uh, we've actually had a very similar story to this before. A woman bought a 110 coffee. Now, what you do in Japan in convenience stores, you, you buy a cup. And so you say, I would like a coffee cup. And you get the coffee cup, you give them 110 yen. Then you go to a self-serve machine, you put it in the machine, press the button. Boom, Bob's your uncle, you're done. She got her cup, she went to the machine. She pushed the 190 yen cafe latte button instead of the 110 yen coffee button. The staff had seen her do this on several occasions. They then called the authorities. I don't know if she was arrested. Again, I don't know if this is an arrest-worthy thing. Someone has been arrested for this in the past, though. She has made national news in Japan multiple times. So again, multiple news sources picked up this story. I don't know what the goal is. I think she claims she just pressed the wrong button, but she just pressed the wrong button multiple times. I actually weirdly think that is possible. Because let's say you just push the top button or the bottom button or something. Like you don't think about it. I could actually see someone pushing the same button incorrectly regularly because all they care about, let's be honest, she's fucking trying to rip off 80 yen from the convenience store. She is. She knew exactly what she was doing. This is a conspiracy and it's not right. It's just, it's such a small, pointless story. But because it hits the news, like on the news in Japan, this was on the news in the evening. This was the evening news, which shows how safe Japan is overall, where they're like, we've run out of stories. Let's report on this woman ripping off a convenience store, 80 yen, maybe five, six times. Uh, So much so an animation was created to illustrate what she was doing when she was pressing the wrong button. If you watch the YouTube version, it'll be up in the corner up here. It's fucking insane. But again, how great is Japan that way when so little newsworthy things happen 
that they have to talk about stuff like this because they're making this into an issue. Okay, last story. So you know this is traditionally where Ninja News Japan goes to the creepy, 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 creepy man story. Um, so at a prefectural budget committee Q&A session. So you know it's about to get sexy and dirty up in here. Uh, you have older men speaking. And that really, if you've listened to Ninja News Japan for any length of time, gives you all the context you need for the rest of the story. Older Japanese men have not updated their way of thinking to modern times. So I have always said to people who come to Japan, sort of relatively new people, that Japan is still kind of in the 60s. So, hey honey, slap in the butt as the waitress walks away, wouldn't be that unusual here for an old man to do that. Now, it is wrong, and you will get in trouble for it. That's actually, again, how we get the Ninja News Japan final stories is they always do these things because their brain hasn't caught up with the times. Also, these men always are so much older that their brain isn't going to change at this point. They grew up thinking that was acceptable behavior. Times have changed. They have not. This is government dudes running their mouths saying stuff. They say whatever comes into their head because they've lived their whole lives, people listening to them saying that they're smart. And so now they think they are. Well, uh, Takeshi, 69 years old, right there. Again, everything I needed to know in the one sentence. Takeshi, 69 years old, government official. He was going to ask a question, but before he asked this question, he's like, you know what? I'm going to make some comments about a local tea ceremony event that was held in the town. Very kind, very generous. You know what he's going to do? He's going to, he's going to promote the community he lives in. Seems like a good idea. So again, we're still, we're still on the right track here, Takeshi. Come on, buddy. You got this. You're going to promote a local event with all the other people and just say how great it was, how you had a good time. It's a traditional tea ceremony event. It's going to be, you know, Japanese culture. All perfect. Okay. It was a local tea event put on by high school students. Uh-oh. 69-year-old politician combined with high school students means that the next thing that comes out of his mouth has to have a creepy element to it. Guaranteed. There's no other way this can go. His statement was, the sweets made by the female students. Okay, already stop right there. He's specifically saying the female students. Uh, that's already, you can see with the slippery slope he's at the top of. It's not creepy yet. The sweets made by the female students were delicious. Stop right there. Okay. You could have just said the sweets made by the students were delicious. Enough. Perfect. Beautiful. Everyone's happy. Has to keep going. I also thought those two girls, oh, dudes. Picking out specific girls is dangerous. He started down the slide. I also thought those two girls were beautiful. Ah! 69-year-old man complimenting what I assume to be 15-year-old girls? Shouldn't do it. Just don't say that part. I also thought those two girls were beautiful and a perfect score of 100. Let's just say... Saying they're beautiful was already pushing the boundaries of acceptability. But I think saying that some young people are beautiful and they've done an amazing thing, you could have said they're wearing their traditional kimonos and it was all beautiful. No problem. When you put a number on them, you are 
clearly objectifying them. And this is what I'm saying. In his mind, putting a statistic on a woman is not a problem because his brain is back in the 60s when that's what all these old men probably sat around doing in their 20s was sitting around going like, ah, you know, 80 out of 100, 25, oh, 100. That, they were doing that shit all the time. I also thought those two girls were beautiful and a perfect score of 100, including the taste. So he was saying that their beauty was 100 and the taste of the sweets was 100, but of course the taste of the sweets came second. And there is, again, this other creepy thing that Japanese people do, like a a beautiful woman made this and therefore it tastes better because it's all in your brain. Another assembly member did the political equivalent of what the fuck, dude? So he just finished his statement. This, this other assembly person stands up and says, what the fuck just came out of your mouth? I don't think you should be rating students. I don't think you should be rating women. I don't think you should be objectifying. Shut the fuck up, you fucking weirdo old man. He did. I mean, you want to give him some credit. He did shut the fuck up and did not continue with his statements. I bet he would have gone on, though, about how, yeah, I don't even want to like, because I guess I bet I start getting in trouble. Takeshi then afterwards talking to the newspaper said that he meant the taste was 100. So not the, he wasn't objectifying the women. He was putting a score on the sweets that those high school students had made, uh, which I don't believe, but I think he's just trying to cover having said some dumb shit because this is what politicians do. They say dumb shit and then they try to walk it back. They're not good at the walking back part because they've never had to do that before. Takeshi said he meant the taste was 100 and he shouldn't have mentioned looks. Uh, His final statement is the only really correct one he made. He should not have commented on the students' looks. 